um, so Dr. Kachepa is uh, someone who I went to dental school with and, um, you know, graduated with him too as well. And I remember there was one day I was, you know, nervous to uh, buy a practice, but I was driving on one street. He told me about a practice and uh, I turned around on the street that day. He called me to go look at the practice and that ended up being the first dental office that I bought. And so uh, I really uh, have a lot of gratitude towards giving for, you know, pushing me to really uh, make a jump and purchase my practice that I had out here in the Dallas area. So he's here today. Given has his office here in Dallas, Texas as well. And um, Given just has a, a big why, and he's doing a lot of you know cool things uh, that I just want to share. So, Dr. Kachepa, how, how's it going today? Going pretty good, Chris. Uh, I'm glad to uh, join you and uh, be able to encourage uh, as many people that I can uh, when it comes to dentistry and the field of dentistry. Uh, it's something that I love. Um, been doing it now for, let's see, uh, this is my fifth year and, uh, it's a lot of fun. Um, you know, when you're starting out, you have a lot of learning to do. Um, but if you take it one day at a time, uh, you're able to succeed. Uh, but the biggest thing that I've found, uh, since I've been practicing on my own, uh, in my practice is that you con- you just have to continuously be learning. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a lot of information out there. Uh, there's a lot of people that have been doing this for a long time. So you just have to find somebody that's in the field that's been doing it for a long time. Uh, if they've written books or anything like that, just pick up a book and uh, see if you can read that book. If you have a mentor somewhere that can you can uh, check back and forth with, um, I would encourage that to any young dentist. Um, and uh, yeah, if you want to get in the field, uh, if you're whether you're in dental school or you've been practicing for a few years and you don't want to practice and you're wondering, ah, should I do this? Should I not do this? Uh, you just have to know what your long-term uh, goals in life are and what you want to achieve and accomplish. Uh, to me, practice ownership has been one of the best things that I've ever done. Um, I wouldn't trade it in for anything. It gives me a lot of satisfaction from uh, a clinical standpoint to uh, having relationships with patients that I otherwise wouldn't uh, be having. Uh, so to me, it's been very, very fulfilling. And for anybody that, want, that likes to be their own boss, likes to run their own, likes to do things their own way, uh, dental practice, uh, having your own dental practice is probably the best way to do that and uh, I just I love it and enjoy it every day wow mm-hmm. we appreciate it so I, I we just really want to ask you what what are some of the benefits that you've seen from you know running your practice the last few years uh some of the benefits that I've seen uh for me it's been uh uh being able to be your own boss uh doing things the way you want to do them because uh, sometimes if you work for somebody else, uh, you know, they have goals and uh, uh, criteria that they're trying to meet for, the, for, their, for their business. And you may not agree with their goals and criteria. Uh, but when you're your own boss, uh, you're able to do things that you want to do. So if you don't like doing extractions in your clinic, if you own a dental practice, uh, you don't have to do extractions. Uh, if you don't like doing root canals, 
you don't have to do root canals. If you don't like to do implants, uh, you don't have to learn how to do implants. So that's probably one of the things that I like the most is that it gives me leverage to make decisions in the way that I want to make decisions. And for a lot of people that are in this profession, um, a lot of them, you know, are type A personalities. Uh, we like to control things. We like to be in charge. And uh, so if, if you feel like, you know, it's something that you would enjoy, um, I, I would highly encourage somebody to do that. The other thing that I've, I've appreciated about is just the learning, uh, the learning curve that there is. Because when, when, when you buy a practice from scratch, uh, you don't know a lot about the, the business of dentistry. You may know the clinical part, uh, but you don't know much about the, the business of dentistry. And it's by uh, buying a practice and going in there from day one, just, uh, you know, humble yourself. Don't feel like you're going in there like you know um, a lot of things. Just go in there from day one and just um, uh, learn, 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 learn from day one. Read, ask questions. You're going to learn from everybody. You're going to learn from patients. You're going to learn from your staff. You're going to learn from insurance companies, uh, from your CPA, if you have a CPA, um, and vendors, people that are coming into your practice uh, trying to sell you things. You're going to learn from every single person that you come into interaction with. And uh, to me, that, that's what I enjoy. I, I, love, I love learning. I love uh, increasing my knowledge base every, every year in uh, whatever field of uh, uh, in, in the demo field and, and some other fields as well. But I, I love increasing my knowledge uh, based that way. But th those would be the things that I would say have been the most uh, beneficial to me that I've really enjoyed about the, uh, the business. Nice, man. That's cool. And then just like with anything else, you know, there's a lot of poles. So you have the good, you have the bad. Or what are some of the challenges that you've uh, experienced that you've had to overcome in ownership? Yeah, yeah. Uh, the challenges, the, some of the challenges that I've had to overcome have uh, been uh, staffing, mm -hmm. uh, learning how to keep your office uh, properly staffed, and uh, being on the same page uh, with your staff so that when you're communicating information, there's no miscommunication, uh, making sure that your practice is uh, an inviting place for not just your staff, but for your patients. Uh, because if you don't have an inviting personality or, you know, your practice is not a welcoming place, then nobody's going to want to come in there uh, to, do, uh, to do anything. Uh, so you have to learn how to accommodate your staff. You have to learn how to accommodate um, your patients. Uh, and then some of the other things have been uh, just learning how to, you know, how do you charge patients? Because sometimes, you know, there's procedures that may vary. Uh, depending on insurance, if, whether they have insurance or not, or if they're cash patients and how are you going to charge that patient? How much are you going to charge for a particular kind of thing? So those are the kind of things that you just always have to, to keep. Again, it goes back to learning. You just have to learn how to market your practice, how to, to I hate using the word, word sale, but how to get people to accept what you're trying uh, to tell them that they need. Uh, I hate upselling because I, I don't feel like that, that, uh, that's the way I like to practice. I know there's some people out there that may uh, feel like that that's the, way, the right way to do things. But for me, I just want to do the right thing. I, I want to feel like you know, my patients have confidence in me and what I'm telling them and educating them in every facet um, 
of of uh, the practice that I can. But you know, and some of the other things is uh, you know learning like uh, bookkeeping, for example, it's very challenging, right? Because uh, we're not taught that when we when we're in dental school. So when you get out and you have to do a balance sheet or you have to do a uh, a PNL or you have to do a cash flow analysis, we don't know how to do that. And so you got to learn all of that from, from uh, scratch. Uh, or if you're trying to file your taxes and your CPA is telling you you need a W-2 or, or K-1 or uh, whatever other form that you need, uh, we don't know that. And so you got to go home and try to learn, right? Uh, or if a computer fails in your in your practice and you have to learn how to, to fix it. Uh, or if software is not working, something is not right in your practice, you, you got to learn how to fix that. So it's there's a lot of, you know, uh, benefits to running a practice, but there's also a lot of, uh, you know, challenges that you have to overcome. But that's true in anything that you do in life. Uh, you know, sometimes you may do something in a patient's mouth and, uh, you know, that patient may not be completely happy with the outcome and you got to learn how to talk to them that this may, you know, it's just a standard of care. Uh, you know, they may be going through a phase where something is not, is uncomfortable, but it's going to get better. And some patients are very apprehensive. So you got to learn how to talk to them and let them know that everything is going to be fine. Um, so, yeah, there's some challenges for sure that have to be overcome, uh, but it's, it's a field that I love and uh, I, would, I still would encourage anybody to go into it. That's awesome. Mm. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. So now let's, you know, I know you have some projects that you've been working on. Or, mm-hmm. um, yeah. And so we want to get into some of those things uh, and just like the reason why you're doing some of the projects that you're, um, you know, participating in. Yeah. Um, you know, I have a few projects that I'm doing. Uh, I love the business of dentistry. I love dentistry. It's uh, for me, it's my passion. Uh, I don't want to do anything else in in my life. Uh, you know, I, I I pray to God that everything is gonna go the way that you know I've been praying that it would go. And uh, but I leave everything else in in the hands of God. Uh, for me, I uh, you know I see myself being here in my practice, so uh, hopefully for a very long time uh, to continue to enhance my skills and seeing as many patients as I can um, on a weekly basis and uh, increasing my skill set here. I'd like to open up a few other practices uh, here in the, uh, in the United States and uh, get some providers that can get in there and start, uh, you know, doing uh, treatment on people and so that we can increase the influence of uh, dentistry just in the overall population because a lot of people just, uh, you know, they're afraid to go to the dentist. I want to take that fear away from people to say that you can go to the dentist and have a good experience. Um, so I want to focus more on the hygiene part um, of the dental practice. Uh, I, have, I have a couple projects that I have uh, going on in Africa. Uh, got a couple clinics that uh, we're working on. And even in those there, when we get them opened, um, I'm hoping that, <clears throat> we're gonna focus more on the hygiene because in these in these areas where we're building these uh, clinics, there's never been a dentist. Uh, these are the first two clinics uh, in both locations that uh, will ever have been built there, and so when we open them, which we're hoping we're gonna open them sometime this year um, in 2021, 
uh, is that, hey, let's get as many people as we can in here and let's start doing some cleanings uh, because I believe that's where you can make the biggest change is in the oral hygiene. Uh, if people are going to the dentist every six months, they're getting a checkup, they're getting x-rays, uh, they're getting a cleaning, and then we can prevent a lot of the stuff, right? We can prevent the abscesses um, and uh, the cavities and all of that stuff. We can, we can prevent it. So that's where I want to put my focus on. But uh, to, yeah, I love the business of dentistry. I want to, for me, I want to, you know, I want to build as many as I can to help out people uh, in many parts of the world uh, here in the United States. I want to build several uh, practices and get providers to work in those and so that we're providing a good service. To me, service comes before anything else. It, to me, I want patients to have a good experience, a great experience. I want them to come into my practice in wherever in the world it is to say that, that that's a great practice. They do, they try to do the right thing always. And I feel like if we do that, then uh, we're not going to have competitors that will be able to build uh, our business in the way that we want to build it and that we're going to be a success. That's awesome. Cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. So, uh, man, given we already, it doesn't take mm-hmm. long. That's where we really just wanted to really get to talk to you about, you know, just a few of the things that you had going and how practice ownership mm-hmm. has been for you. But what? I do actually mm-hmm. have a few more. Let me ask you a couple more questions. What was, what was the mm-hmm. reason that you went into dentistry? Uh, there were several reasons that I went into dentistry. Uh, first of all, uh, you know, my, my mom used to take me to the dentist when mm-hmm. I was a kid. And uh, I enjoyed the environment. I said, well, you know, this is, feels like something that I would want to do. And uh, I just enjoyed that. Uh, and then I had braces when I was uh, in high school, and uh, I liked, again, I liked the going to the orthodontist and what they were doing in my mouth. And uh, when I was a senior in high school, there was a lady that came, and she was telling us about, you know, deciding on your career and what you're going to do when you graduate. And uh, she handed us a, a little piece of paper with different job descriptions on there, and dentistry was one of them. And you know, I kept going back and forth, you know, trying to look at different things that I would do. And for whatever reason, my eyes just kept coming back to dentistry. And I've fallen in love uh, with the business of dentistry ever since. Um, I don't see my um, goals changing. any. Uh, I don't see myself doing anything else in life. This is what I want my legacy to be, is uh, that he was a good dentist. He tried his best. And if I can achieve that, then I will have done everything that I, I was meant uh, to do, I believe, in this life. Uh, and uh, you also asked me something else about, um, you know, some of, the, some of the challenges that you face as a dental practice owner is, you know, you, you have to be good with your finances when you own mm-hmm. a practice. Uh, because if you're not good with your finances, then it's, it's going to be... Pretty hard because a lot of us, right? When we're graduating from dental school, we have uh, we have debt, right? You have dental school debt. Uh, a lot of other students also have uh, college debt. Uh, and then when you graduate, if you take on a practice, you're gonna probably have to uh, take out a loan. And then if you you know if you're trying to start a family and 
you're trying to take care of them, that's also some other finances there that you have to take care, take care of. So you have to be really good with your finance. I would encourage anybody that's going into this profession, uh, you know, to make a monthly budget, know like what you need to be making uh, in order to be a success. You don't want to overcharge for anything, but uh, you have some expenses that you have to pay for, right? As we all do in life. Uh, so make sure that, you know, you have a good plan at hand. You don't want to overtreat. Just do the right thing. Make a good income. Go home. Enjoy yourself. Don't stress yourself out too much uh, also is what I would say. Because um, uh, owning a practice is more of a marathon than a sprint. Uh, because, uh, you know, it's such a long road. Uh, it, it's really a long road. Uh, so when, you, when you're done with stuff at work and you, you've done your treatments and you've done your notes, you've done all the stuff that you wanted to do, just go home, relax, don't stress yourself, exercise. The time that you spend outside of the practice is probably going to be just as important as the time that you spend inside mm. of the practice because it can be very mm. daunting right? And you can wear yourself out pretty mm. fast. Uh, so that's something that I would encourage any young dentist that's coming into this profession is uh, take time for yourself. In, in, don't annul, annihilate your friends. Don't annihilate your family. Spend time with them. Uh, find a group of people that you can, you know, play sports with. Just get out in the community and do things mm. in the community. Uh, because the business of dentistry is really a, a people person uh, business. You, you got to know how to uh, interact with people because if you can't interact with people, nobody's going to want to come back to you, uh, whether it's patients or staff, because everybody's going to be scared. If you're mean, you're, you're rude all the time, nobody wants to be, is going to be one around you. And if you're seeing a lot of these patients every six months, you know, they're coming in, you want to build good relationships with a lot of your patients. Um, so that's something that I would encourage any young dentist is be, be good with, if you if you if you don't manage your money well right now, you just have to be really great at it. I just I mean keep learning. I mean buy books on budgeting, and so that you know what you need to make monthly to pay, you know your staff to pay your rent. Uh, if if you rent a bill, if you're renting a building, to pay the lab bill that you may have, uh, electric bill, uh, software. If you have software, you may buy new equipment in your practice. Uh, you got to pay for all of that. And then if, if you have a practice loan, you got to pay uh, for that on a uh, monthly basis. And then you have living expenses as well that you got to think about. If you, if you have a house, you probably have a mortgage and uh, you, you got to you know pay for that. And if you have kids, you have other ongoing expenses. So it's, uh, it's a lot. But uh, if you love learning and you love challenging yourself, um, I highly encourage um, anybody to go into this, uh, this profession. I hope that we can... Uh, do that encourage more young dentists to get in the business because it's very rewarding to me for you know from a financial mm -hmm. standpoint uh stability standpoint uh very very rewarding and, and some of you know i tell people some of my my good friends uh in my practice have been have been my my patients mm -hmm. you know we just become good friends and we they come they we talk you know they talk five sometimes ten minutes before i even start mm -hmm. doing anything because you know, I just enjoy seeing them and interacting with them. And then they tell me what needs to be done and uh, we get it done and uh, we go on from there. But uh, very, very rewarding. I would encourage anybody to go into it. But, you know, 
again that you have to keep learning especially that first year is probably the hardest that first year is the hardest but if you make it through that uh then you probably you'll probably make it through the second year you make it through the third year there's always going to be some challenges that will come up along the way and you got to learn how to fix them and uh work with them um but uh, to me really that first year was uh man the, the, the most challenging because I, I didn't come from a business background uh i didn't have a parent to who had done this it was just something that i was just kind of venturing out on my own and uh it's because it's just what i wanted to do um there were moments in that first year where i said man i just i, I think i made a mistake but I, you know, I just said, you know what, you just got to buckle down uh, day one, just, uh, you know, buckle down and get to work and uh, just get one thing or two things done a day and go home and uh, learn and relax some, uh, especially that first year, you have to put in a lot of time. But uh, again, I would encourage anybody to do it. But again, that first year is very, very difficult, I would say. So that's good. Yeah, that's really good. Uh -huh. So I know there'll be a lot of students that you know, we'll be coming out with a lot of student loans. So how would you say mm -hmm. you're able to attack your student loans when you're in practice ownership versus when you're, let's say, doing an associateship? Uh, you know, uh, for me, when I bought my practice, in fact, uh, I'm glad you asked that, uh, Chris. Uh, I, didn't, uh, I didn't pay myself for the first six months. I, I did not pay myself a dime. So... I was just, I was more focused on uh, trying mm -hmm. to survive. You know, I just, I, I didn't want to make a certain number. Uh, my goal was just like survive the first year. If you survive the first year, you're good. I, you know, I was the, the most, I was the happiest kid after I survived that first year of uh, practice ownership. Um, and then to supplement that, I was uh, working somewhere else uh, part-time. I was doing uh, uh, two days a week uh, elsewhere, and then I was here in my clinic three days. So I was doing about five days. Uh, and the income that I was making from there was what I was using to pay you know, for my rent at home and then some of my living expenses and then most of my student loans as well. So I didn't want to go fast as to what I uh, was making in the practice. I was cognizant of what I needed to make to be able to uh, keep the practice running. Uh, because, but just because I had so much to learn, I didn't want to put too much pressure on myself to make, you know, a certain amount of a certain number a month or anything like that. Mm -hmm. I just wanted to learn. Uh, to me, that was the biggest thing. But, you know, every every dollar that you have, what I encourage a lot of kids is uh, every dollar that you have, put it towards your student loan. Get mm -hmm. out of debt. Uh, get out of debt as soon as you can. That's just my philosophy. I know different people have mm -hmm. different philosophies. For me, it's uh, get out of debt as soon as you can. Uh, and then start enjoying uh, your money after that. So whatever you make, um, then it becomes yours. You can put it in, you know, whatever other investment that you want to have. You can put it in the, in the stock market. You can put it in a mutual fund. You can buy another practice. Um, you can invest in another business. Uh, so there's a lot of different ways that um, what you can do. But to me, as long as you're in debt, it's pretty hard to, um, uh, to move forward in life. So you want to, to me, I always focus on my debt. I want to wipe out my debt so that, you know, even currently in about a year or so, I'll be completely out of debt. And when I'm out of debt, then whatever I make is mine is what I'm taking home and investing in other businesses. Uh, so for any student that's coming out, 
out of dental school, I just tell them, hey, buckle down. Just buckle down, get to work, and get a lot of this debt out of the way. Budget monthly. I, I always do a budget. Um, I look at it almost every day, and that keeps it in mind as to what I need to be making to, in order to survive. Because, you know, just one uh, catastrophic thing, and uh, you're out of business, and then what are you going to do with all your expenses? Mm-hmm. You know, uh, disability, you may, you may be able to get disability, but that's only going to cover a certain amount of your living expenses. Uh, if you apply for unemployment, that's only going to cover a certain amount of your living expenses. And if you have all these uh, loans and everything, then things can go down rather mm-hmm. quickly. Uh, so for me, is you plan for everything. Plan for emergencies, uh, you know, have enough money in your account so that should something go wrong, you're taken care of for at least six months. That's what a lot of books, a lot of people that I've uh, read, a lot of professionals, Dev Ramsey says, have about six months uh, worth of uh, living expenses, uh, money saved up in your in your emergency account. And uh, you just take all of those into account because, you know, the economy could mm-hmm. change any time, right? When the economy turns and people are not coming to your business to get the services that you're offering, then you got to find another way to make it. Uh, so to me, I'm always on the edge. I, I want to compete uh, with everybody. I want to stay in business. I want to do it for as long as I can because I know that every year that I make it and survive, to me, it's, it's, um, it's another accomplishment that I've had. So, um, yeah, just uh, for any student coming out of dental school, just be good with your money. Just pay off your debt and uh, as soon as you can. Uh, be diligent, and you may want to lay off uh, owning a practice, you know, initially. You may want to wait two, three years or whatever until you've knocked a lot of that student loan off. Uh, and then after that, then you can think about trying to get a practice because uh, it's a lot of work, but uh, also rewarding. Mm-hmm. At the same That's time. good. And then I also, too, would ask, yeah. let's say, um, for those coming out of the school, right, uh, as far as mm-hmm. them, let's say – I don't know, buying a house or buying a car or, or starting family. Like, you know, I guess everybody has a different scenario. What, mm-hmm. what would you say you would uh, rank uh, things as far as from a single, let's say a single guy coming out of school to uh-huh. the next four years within, you know, his career? Oh, like uh, starting a family or buying a house and yeah, practice. buying a car, you know, and different stuff like that. Oh, mm-hmm. oh, buying a car. It depends uh, really on that one. It depends on what you want to accomplish in life. Because uh, some people, you know, yeah. want to have kids. Uh, I'm different in that I'd, uh, I've never wanted to have kids. So I have mm-hmm. different life goals. Uh, some people want to, you know, buy a mm-hmm. house right away. And uh, I've never had that desire because I, I just like renting. I, mm-hmm. I'm an apartment guy. Uh, you know, and some people like uh, luxury things like, uh, you know, nice car, nice ride. Uh, I'm, I'm less inclined to want to get a nice car uh, because to me, I don't see much mm-hmm. value in a car. Uh, I'm more inclined in owning as many practices that I can that's what I get. That's where I get. So we all have, you know, what, what we enjoy and what we like. I'm not going to blame a guy that goes out there and buys a, a nice car because that's what makes him, he right. enjoys that. Right. And that's why you go to school for such a long time so that you can, <laughs> you know, you can make a difference in people's lives, but you can also enjoy Absolutely. some of the things that you want and right. get a good income. Right. <laughs> uh, 
Um, and uh, somebody that wants to start a family and have four kids and, you know, that's going to be probably their priority and making sure that they have a good family and a good home for their, for their family. So to me, it's uh, and that one, you just have to assess what, you're, what mm. you want out of life. Or what do you want to, like you said, what do you want five years down the road? Uh, right. What do you want to accomplish? Uh, for me, I, I never had a goal of, you know, wanting to have kids or uh, being married or being in a relationship. I just enjoy uh, what I do so much is that, you know, in five years, I want to see myself in dentistry. I want to see myself owning maybe 10 practices, maybe mm-hmm. 20 practices, right? Uh, because that's that's my life goal. Now, some people may be happy with just uh, having a family and then owning one practice and then maybe working part-time somewhere else in another practice. Or some people may just be happy working for somebody else. Some people may right. not enjoy owning a practice. Uh, so you just have to assess... Um, what you want on a life. And once you know it, write your life goes down, what you, what you mm-hmm. want your legacy to be. Uh, start thinking about retirement. I know people would say, you know, you're only in your 30s and you already think about retirement. But, you know, time uh, creeps up on you. It, it, go, it comes pretty fast. <laughs> uh, so, you know, start planning for a lot of the stuff, retirement, uh, emergency funds, um, all of these things. And once you have that in order, then you, ha- and then you, you go for it. And, it, you, you know, you also have to decide, mm-hmm. where do you want to live? You know, do you want to live, uh, you know, in Dallas? Do you want to live in Oklahoma? Do you want to live uh, in New York, Chicago, uh, California? Where do you want to live? So there's a lot of questions that you have kind of have to go through. Uh, I would say wherever you have the most amount of support system, like if you have a family close by somewhere, uh, that's where I would uh, tend to, you know, want to live because, you know, as things go bad sometimes as they do in life, uh, you're going to need that support system and a group of friends mm-hmm. that you can call and talk to that uh, can encourage you to keep you focused on your goal. And hey, we all make mistakes, right? If you make a mistake, you just need somebody there to mm-hmm. tell you, you know, you're doing good. You made a mistake, just pick yourself back up and keep going right. uh, where you're going. And um so that's what I, w- I would say. Just uh, write down your life goals, what you want to accomplish, and just uh, attack them one day at a time. Uh, but that one is going to vary from, from person to pe- person, depending on what, wow. what they want to accomplish. Good. Okay. And then another yeah. thing, you know, just, you know, guys like you who have success, I always like to ask, what is your routines? Like, you'll say your morning routine or evening routines. What do you consistently do? Uh, for me, what I, what I consistently mm. do is I learn. Um, I read a mm. lot, a lot of books. Uh, mm. I want to learn from the best. Uh, you know, uh, if there's a book that's been written in business or some of these people that have done amazing things like, you know, your Warren Buffett's, your Bill Gates, your Mark Zuckerberg's, your Jeff Bezos, uh, even in the, in the, section of uh even in the dental business just any book that i can pick up that i feel like i can pick up a nugget of information i pick it up i want to i want to read it i take notes i have a monthly budget i have a a list of things on a a list of things that i want to accomplish that month Uh, and then in the morning before i come to you know the night before i just I look at what I need to get done. I write down a few things that I need to get done mm. the next day or the next week. Uh, and I just uh, I go down the list and uh, just uh, try to knock it off one at a time. I don't do anything else until that 
everything that I have on my list is completely done. Then I go back again, you know, in my in my notebook and just uh, look at things that I may have missed and try to catch up with them and uh, just continue going that way. But for me, you know, what, what I found to be the biggest thing is just uh, the budgeting and then, and then writing that list only. I look at my budget pretty much every night um, and then my list of things to do every night and then I add notes in there on a nightly basis. It doesn't take me really about maybe five, 10 minutes, but that's enough to just go back and refresh my mind so that I'm on track uh, to be doing what I need to be doing. Um, and then mm. uh, exercise. Exercise is pivotal for me. Uh, I got to exercise because I got to have a good uh, mind. I got to, you know, sharp. I got to be sharp in, you know, mm-hmm. in my decision makings. Uh, because uh, if I'm not in good health, then I'm not going to mm-hmm. make good decisions, right? Because uh, my mind is going to be tied up in something else and whatnot. So for me, another thing that I do is I exercise a lot. I walk. I, I do many other things um, as far as exercise is concerned. Uh, to keep my mind fresh. And so you, you have to be on your tippy toes. Uh, you have to be good and try to improve mm-hmm. in every facet of your life uh, to really, to be able to, to make it. Because at any any moment, it can be taken away from, if you're not careful with it, it can be taken away. And that's something that I, I, I don't take, I don't take anything I have for granted. I'm like, this thing can mm-hmm. be taken away from you just like that. You know, so mm-hmm. for me, I want to protect it. You know, I want to work hard for what I have, but I also want to protect it because, I mean, there's just, uh, there's a lot of things out there that could go wrong in life. And so I want to, you know, I want to protect what I have, but uh, just being diligent, learning from people that have done things before you, buying books on, you know, taxes, bookkeeping, uh, even technology, uh, a lot of stuff that you can learn in the dental field, you know, orthodontics, uh, uh, perio, uh, many other fields, uh, yeah. just keep learning, keep learning, taking notes and organizing your thoughts. And, you know, and typically the work is done. The work wow. is done before you go to work. That's when the work is done. 100%. The work is not done at work. <laughs> Correct. It, it's done in preparation. Yeah. Right. And they say, you know, prepare. There's a saying that says prepare. Uh, failing to prepare right. is preparing to fail, right? right? <laughs> uh, so the work is done before you come to work, mm. not not when you're at work. You know, it's, it's the night before in the morning. Yep. That, that's where most of the work is done. When you come to work, you already know right. what you, you need to do. Right. It's already done in your mind, right? So when you get to work, it's just like, okay, boom, 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 you're done. Now, if you come to work unprepared, uh, and then it's going to be a long day or a long, a long week or a long month for you. And that, that includes from a clinical standpoint to a financial standpoint to patient standpoint to staff standpoint. You got to, if you're a leader of, um, of people, you got to prepare ahead. If you're mm. not prepared, they'll catch on to it. They will know that you're not prepared. They're not going to want to trust what you're saying mm. because they know you're not prepared. Uh, so a lot of the stuff you, you earn, it's not just given to you that uh, you're going to be a success in this business. Uh, you have to work at it every day, improve. You're going to make mistakes. If you make a mistake, don't, don't dwell on it. Just uh, go back home, assess what you could have done differently, pick up a book, listen to a lecture, maybe a podcast, 
take notes, uh, improve. And, you know, if it's something that you feel like, ah, you know, this is not something that I want to, you know, practice in my business or in my dental practice, uh, then skip it and go to something else that works. But if it's something that you feel, hey, I, I think I can get this. If I do this a couple more times, I can practice, whether it's on a model uh, or type of or whatever, and I can get this, right? You practice it several times and you do it and then boom, you got it down. But it, you know, it, it just takes that practice and persistence and preparation. Uh, again, uh, if you don't prepare, it's just, it's going to be hard for anybody to, um, to enjoy this. And then it's, it's, uh, to me, the biggest, it's mm-hmm. a marathon, not a sprint. It's, it's a marathon. Don't, don't go off the rail too fast because mm. you will burn yourself out. Enjoy it every day. Enjoy it. Enjoy it. No matter how bad things get, enjoy it. Go home, put your feet up, exercise. <laughs> it's good. Enjoy the whole process because if you go too fast, you're going to burn yourself out. It's, it's a marathon because what you have, is the rest of your life because this is the, your chosen profession in whatever profession you are if that's your chosen profession you have nothing else to conquer right it's just you're you're perfecting you're trying to perfect what you you know it's hard to get to perfection but you're always trying to improve but this is this is your um your last endeavor so to say right because this is where you mm-hmm. you see yourself staying for a long time so it, to me it's it's a marathon Take it one day at a time and just enjoy the process. If you don't enjoy the Absolutely. process, it's gonna be hard to survive. That's Absolutely. what I. That's what I would say. Wow. So, man, Doctor Kachepu, we appreciate, man, the the wisdom and the advice, man, for sure. So we thank you for coming on the episode. No, I. Yeah, I appreciate it too. I appreciate it too. I, it's always encouraging just to. Uh, talk to yes. you as a, as a colleague and if I can encourage out any other young kids uh, coming out of dental school uh, or just in business in general that want to do well it's, uh, preparation is uh, the biggest thing if you don't prepare it's uh, it'll sure. be hard to make it for sure wow well that's good man I'm gonna let you go for the evening we appreciate you uh, hopping on Dr. Kachepa all right, okay. man. Okay, so thank you, one. brother Chris. All right. Bye. All right. You too. Okay. Bye.